0: Welcome back, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDeCree.com and with me of course is the most lovely, the most talented, Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from darkbeautymusic.com and we are here with Chatterbox episode! Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all?
1: How do you talk to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror? Or do you look at yourself in the mirror? Hmm. I thought it was episode
0: 42. <laughs> it is episode 42. Confused. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we are here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in again for our now bi-weekly episodes of Chatterbox. And we have, it has been an interesting three years since, since last we did this. So Liz and I have cobbled together many, many episodes based on our experiences over those past three years. Is one episode that lets you into the dark and twisted minds of Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. <laughs>
1: oh, you know that intro so well, Suzanne. <laughs> I do. We've only said it about a million times to each other. Welcome, everyone. So excited to be here with you guys again today. And we thought we would talk about, um, kind of combine an episode on a little bit of mirror talk and whether you use positive affirmations or meditation, visualization. So I thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about that and to see what we can do as artists, musicians to help us to sort of stay our course and uh, keep ourselves moving forward. Um, So I guess I'll just start out by saying that I sort of do a combination of all of those things and Especially, I guess I'll start with the meditation because I do that probably the most. Uh, I especially at nighttime. So, one of the things that I've been learning about is the subconscious mind and the reprogramming of the subconscious mind, and things that you know, like changing or reprogramming the old tape that you have, and how to go about doing that. And one of the ways is through doing affirmations and and one of the ways that i do it is through meditation so i do a lot of meditation at nighttime i will actually take the phone with me and you know ping into whatever video or tape that i'm listening to and i'll just listen to that throughout the night even when i'm sleeping and it hopefully (laughs) helps to reprogram some of my programming and some of the tapes that i want to change what do you think about that
0: suzanne I am actually a big fan of meditation. And I know like you all have this really new agey vision of me, the metalhead, when, when you think of me, but uh, it's true. I, I do actually do a lot of meditation. Although my meditation is usually to classical music. I, uh, I, I, I do the classical music. Um, I've tried, uh, I guess, guided meditation, for lack of better terminology. Um, It didn't do for me what it seems to do for other people, so I just kind of found my own way. I use meditation mostly to center and focus. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use it as a way to kind of quiet the voices in my head. And there are so many in there. There are. There (laughs) are. Like... Right now, I've got four of them just arguing back and forth, and it's so annoying. Um, but I, that's how I use meditation, is I use it to kind of center and focus and calm. Because my brain, uh, I actually just had, uh, I recently had an, uh, an EEG done, um, and <laughs> the, the, the technician looked at me and went, did you have something on your mind? And I was like, no, why? Not nothing in particular. Why? And he's like, there's a lot of activity. I'm like, sounds yep. about right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. So my brain is just constantly in fast forward. It's just constantly moving, constantly thinking, constantly creating. Uh, I can't tell you the number of characters I develop, the number of song lyrics I come up with in a day. Like usually at work, When I'm at my day job, I actually keep either my iPad handy, or I keep my iCloud account up so that I can keep track of all of the ideas that are floating through my head and and jot them down. Um, So meditation for me is a way to try (laughs) try and quiet all of that because my brain just keeps spinning and it won't shut up. It's like that little old lady in the grocery line that just keeps talking and talking and talking and talking. Yeah. It's a tough thing to do to quiet the mind. And it does
1: take some doing. Uh, For me, it has a lot to do with the breathing because taking those deep breaths and really taking, you know, taking that energy in and releasing everything out and doing that for... Minute or so helps a lot to sort of just kind of quiet the chatter down. But I find that at nighttime it's so relaxing to just sort of put something on. And then before you know it, even though I'm falling asleep, I know that if I'm listening to any positive affirmations, I'm sure they're still getting in there, or at least I I hope that they're getting in there. At least that's what I've heard. (laughs) I've heard they're getting in there. So, um, I've been doing a lot with that kind of situation at nighttime. And and then in the morning, I kind of do a little bit of everything. I will take the phone with me in the morning. And when I'm in the bathroom, if I'm looking at myself, you know, I'll either be listening to something. And then when I'm listening to it, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'll be looking at myself in the mirror and I'll just be listening to all of those affirmations at the same time. So I actually work with videos, you know, that I'm just listening to a lot, Now whether or not they're making a difference, I mean, I guess, you know, it 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 does take time for something like that to work, from what I understand. So it's not like it's something that just happens in in, you know, in just a few days. I mean, it's something
0: that you have to really work at. Um, what worked for me, uh what what I found most helpful uh was journaling. I did I I used to do a lot of journaling. I would actually like to get back to doing journaling because I think of all of the things that I tried journaling got the, got me through the most emotions and you know as 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 uh, as are we all we are all artists we are all creative people and therefore the 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 emotions run high and uh you know i am no exception to that rule and just being able to get all of that out and just keep writing and keep writing and keep writing and keep writing, and keep writing that was actually that it was tremendously helpful to me and helpful as far as clearing some of the uh for lack of better terminology noise but getting rid of some of what was blocking the creativity if that if that makes sense
1: that makes uh, complete sense because today we are so overstimulated. There is so much information out there that, I mean, there, there has to be a way to quiet the mind somehow and be able to just, you know, try to grab some new ideas. And the only way to do that is by sort of settling down somewhere quiet and just trying to relax your brain a
0: bit. And it's, um, something really interesting to me was that I didn't actually go back through a lot of the journals, like I didn't go back and reread them, and I didn't use them for books or lyrics or anything like that. But they opened up; they kind of opened up the pathways to be able to be more creative. I love that makes what
1: you're sense. it. It makes total sense because I think that journaling is such a great way to get all of you know all of those thoughts on paper and even if you don't go back to it you're still it's still a way for you to get them out Mm -hmm. and you know it's funny it kind of reminds me of brian swears that i am Writing the story of dark beauty through my dreams because I dream all the time. And another reason to have my phone right next to me or some kind of a recording device is so I can pretty much just record as soon as I'm rolling over. If I'm dream, you know, if I had just had a dream, I'm I'm already recording what that dream was so that I don't forget it. Because seconds once like you know, once I get out of bed, that's it. I have forgotten everything. So Mm -hmm. that's a good habit to get into. Also, if you're just trying to come up with new ideas. so journaling, I think, is a great way.
0: Journaling is a, is is amazing. I were I worked through so much. So I, I worked through so much. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a, uh, you know, a, a self help. episode.
1: <laughs> but... This is the self help episode for those chatterboxes <laughs> <rockers> that are.
0: <laughs> have a seat. Yes, yeah,
1: have, have a seat. Um, <laughs> let me grab my pen and pad and. The I, just, I don't want to
0: turn it into a self-help episode, but, um, <laughs> you know, that there is a lot of depression that runs in my family. There is um, bipolar that runs in my family. And dealing with that, you have to find a way to deal with that just so you can be uh, a human being, you know, just so you can journaling did for me journaling opened up that the the you know it got rid of those emotions or or it helped me deal with those emotions and it helped me create the music where you know I, when I when I write my lyrics are still very much that that sadness that depression and my 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 guitar playing is very much the the aggression and the anger and that's what the journaling allowed me to rechannel those into something far more creative. And that's where, and, and then the, the meditation, of course, just helps me center after I've, I've, after I've gone through all that, the meditation helps me center. And if I'm not mistaken, we should be right about commercial break. Oh,
1: I love a good Chatterbox commercial.
0: I do too.
1: <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: The guitars are tuned. The audience is ready. But oh no! Where's the singer? You can't start the show without the singer. Where could they be? Find out with the Singer Finder by Ronco. Where are you? Just use this huge needle to insert a chip underneath your singer's skin while they sleep. Then, download the Singer Finder app to your phone and you'll know where your singer is 24 hours a day. Did she oversleep? Singer Finder! Is he drinking at another bar? Singer Finder! Did they hook up before the show? Singer Finder. And for the next 48 hours only, Upgrade to the Singer Finder Zapper for free! You control the settings, and anything from a light shock to a terrifying blood-curdling shriek lets your singer know it's time to hit the stage. And call now, and you can get an extra Singer Finder for that backup singer or guitarist who's never where they need to be. The Singer Finder and the Singer Finder Zapper from Ronco. Call now.
0: And welcome back from that commercial break. Wow, I can't wait to run out and buy me one of those. <laughs> me too. Oh, my- isn't it the best? It is. There's nothing better than a good Chatterbox commercial. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is one of the things that I love most about doing this podcast is listening to the fun, quirky commercials that we have here.
0: Yes. And we thank do have you
1: have to our sponsors for. So kindly offering and <laughs> sponsoring us exactly. Um, so we were talking about affirmations and visualizations and meditations and all kinds of Asians.
0: <laughs> there are just so many Asians.
1: There's so many Asians and <laughs> we're gonna have to add that to our Englishing dictionary, which for yes. those of you who don't know, we have a fabulous Englishing dictionary that we're coming out with.
0: Yes, yes. We have, we have written down all the Lizisms <laughs> in our English dictionary.
1: Oh my goodness. And believe me, I'm sure they will come out and you'll hear them from time to time. They are too funny. Basically, you know, when I don't know a word, I just make one up. That's it. And we just go with <laughs> it and it becomes a thing, you know? It does. It does become a thing. So getting back to our affirmations, I thought I would offer some tips for those of you out there who are trying to... Work on uh, yourselves and working with affirmations. And so I've been watching so many videos and people talking about affirmations, and I'm trying to do affirmations. And one of the things that seems to be in common with so many people uh, is that to really get the benefit of an affirmation is to really put your emotion into it. So if you're just saying, You know, something like, um, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy, (laughs) or something just where you're rambling words, that's not really going to do much in kind of really infusing that into your programming and into your subconscious mind. So one of the things that you do want to do is to really say it with emotion, put emotion behind it, because that is how it's going to start to change and help you with whatever it is that you're trying to affirm. Is that right? Affirm into your brain. And if not, that will be Englishing word number five. It
0: will be. uh, So yes, affirm is a word. Um, I'm not sure that it was used correctly. That's okay.
1: They'll understand what I mean. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So We're going to
0: infuse your brain with affirmations.
1: Yes, exactly. So we're going to infuse that by putting in some emotions. So you definitely want to really put it behind what you're saying. So you're not just saying the words. Use feeling to really influence your subconscious mind. That's what I'm trying to say. So that would be my first tip on affirmations. What do you think about that, Suzanne? Um.
0: I have a completely different experience with affirmations than you do. And I believe we've had this discussion before. So I tend to completely avoid them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I you have it, folks. P- completely avoid affirmations. I use the old uh, stubborn Irish woman method of just pushing through it. <laughs> Uh uh-huh
1: well listen you and many other people use that same we we do um
0: so I have um you know I I I have always been of the uh oh I I can't do the thing oh um I'm sorry I I just did the thing the thing that I couldn't do I just did it sorry (laughs) um well, I have, I have found that if there's
1: like something negative that comes, up, let's say that you're using an affirmation and you don't believe it, right? So you're saying this affirmation to yourself, but your brain is like, nah, I'm not believing it. So number one, well, we just talked about, you know, make sure, making sure that you're putting feeling behind it sort of to, you know, to really infuse that. But I think the other thing is if, let's say if something does come up that you don't want to deal with maybe that's an opportunity to not fight it and sort of embrace it and say, okay, fine, this is coming up. So it could be an opportunity, I think, to just sort of face it head on and process it and then just Mm -hmm. try to deal with it. So that could, you know, in one way, I think it could be effective in dealing with the thing that you're trying to avoid. Because sometimes I think when you try to fight, you know, it'd be you in general, I'm not saying you, Suzanne, but if we try to fight something so hard and it just keeps coming back and keeps coming back, obviously it's something that we have to deal with, right? So that could be an opportunity. So I guess that's how I'm looking at it as, maybe it's an opportunity to sort of just face it head on and say, okay, kind of welcome it and say, okay, fine, you're here, I'm going to deal with you and, and just sort of process it and deal with it.
0: That's kind of what you said when I showed up at your house. (laughs) You're here. I guess I have to do
1: (laughs) it. What am I going to do? I mean, I could put put a mattress out in the hallway. You know, we could. (laughs) At least I brought butter cake. (laughs) By the way, Suzanne brought the most delicious butter cake. I don't know, other than butter, (laughs) I don't know what else is in this cake, but it is to die for. It's the best cake I've ever tasted
0: oh yes there was butter cake and uh don't tell the secret. It. it's a secret recipe no 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 don't do it don't do did, it did, did i bring out the eggnog butter cake for you guys too
1: yeah you brought eggnog and you brought this just very the, simple clean it was very
0: yeah. delicious which so for those of you who don't know butter cake is a dessert that i grew up with in philadelphia yeah. And it is one of the many reasons that I was almost 400 pounds. Uh,
1: Listen, anybody can gain weight with that butter cake. If you're eating that butter cake all the time, oh my goodness. Oh, you're not kidding. It's Um, so easy to eat that butter cake. It's just
0: like, well, it's like butter. It is. It's a lot like butter. (laughs) There's a lot of butter in a butter cake. Um, (laughs) I don't even want to
1: know how much butter was in that cake, by the way. Uh, No, you don't. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I also don't want to know how much sugar was in that cake. Oh my goodness. The truth that I need to stay away from.
1: But when, you know, honestly, the first bite that I took was just like, oh, this is the most delicious thing I've ever had in my entire
0: life. It was so good. I'm such a horrible person. I'm such a bad friend.
1: See see what happens when you invite Suzanne over to your house. She brings butter cake with her. Right. Hmm. Um. So, um, uh, but in you know, what's that? I said that could become the official cake of Chatterbox.
0: It could be, mm-hmm. oh, butter cake and coffee in the morning. Oh, my goodness, I know, right? So, anyway, um, going back to your point about dealing with things head on, um, yeah, I, I am a firm believer in that. I know there are a few things. Uh, that a couple of my my dear dear friends bless their hearts because I'm not sure they know what they're in for. Uh, but a couple of my dear friends, Emily and Jana in particular, uh, Inez, Ah uh, Frizzy, yeah, there are a bunch of them. Uh, we'll get we'll get to to all of the wonderful friends that I have that I probably don't deserve. Uh, but you know there. Are- people that are behind me now that are just like no you have to do this thing we know you hate doing this thing but you have to do this thing and through that they are forcing me to deal with it head-on a slightly different version of head-on dealing with it but yes had more you know more my irish style actually <laughs> but uh, you know it, it is a lot of getting through these things a lot of Pushing forward, a lot of, a lot of. I think a lot of affirmation comes from success, such as you know the 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 success in that. Oh, I did this thing and this thing worked. And and I actually have a uh, an example of that recently. I was I was uh, I'd sat with John a couple of months ago. And we were doing some stuff for the uh, for the venue, and I watched how she staged out the social media and stuff. So looking at the success that that generated was like, okay, well, how do you replicate that? And it's not as scary anymore because it's already been done. So I think a lot of times just getting something done and getting it behind you is part of the affirmation process mm-hmm. because saying something is one thing actually accomplishing something i think is lends a lot of strength to those words
1: yeah def- i mean definitely having an experience and then being able to recall that experience and say oh i did this really well and this re- you know this worked well or whatever it was that you want to reinforce is definitely something that helps to embed that into your brain because you've done it, you have the experience. You know, one of the things that I think can become sort of a daily practice is if you do these affirmations that you're trying to maybe get on a certain level of success or whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do to move yourself forward, uh, affirmations can powerfully fuel the artist's drive to, to work.
0: You Mm -hmm. know,
1: it can really move things forward and keep you going in in a positive mindset than a negative mindset, because I know, you know, a lot of, like you're saying, everything is about focus too. So if you're focusing on something that's positive, as opposed to focusing, like, I'll give you an example, you know, before I started getting on stage, I was so focused on all the insecurities that uh, an artist can possibly have, I have them all, believe me. I remember those conversations. Oh my goodness, I couldn't even, the thought of me getting up on that stage and putting myself out there was so terrifying. And um, so it's amazing how like, no, today I can say that that's completely flipped and it's like, I, I just, And it's by what you're saying, having the experience, like doing it and then having the experience and knowing that, Hey, okay, I did that. And that was successful. And it's never what you think it's going to be either. Right. So those terrifying moments that I had were because I was so focused on the wrong thing. So that was Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I started working with affirmations and trying to change my mindset and change the way I'm looking at something, uh, you know, in, in relation to a performance or, uh, you know, even writing a song or putting out something that I'm not sure of because you're really putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. and that's terrifying because, you know, everybody's judging, everybody's, everybody is judging you on something. And if they're not, you know, you have cell phones are everywhere now, everyone's recording you and you're going to see some bit of that performance that you've done um, which could be, sometimes it's nerve wracking to have all of that in your face. Mm-hmm. So I like what you're saying as far as having the experience, because that helped me a lot. Because once I started doing that, I started realizing, oh, okay, I can do this. I can actually do this. Like it didn't matter how good I was in my living room. <laughs> if I wasn't performing right. somewhere.
0: Well, and, and I know I had uh, similar, uh, experiences with, um, I had similar experiences with, uh, stage fright. Because mm-hmm. I used to have absolutely debilitating stage fright to the point where I would not actually play. I would get on stage when I first started. I was unable to play uh, on stage. So um, I'm not sure when or where that turned around. But the last couple times that I that I got on stage, it was very easy, even to the point of, oh, okay, I just made a mistake. Oh well. I'm just going to keep playing because Mm -hmm. no one else noticed, um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so it was somewhere in there that, that has flipped for me as well. Um, I'm not sure where, but again, it was because of the experiences because of, Oh, okay. Well, I, I did this. I can do it better and I can do it better and I can do it better and okay. And now it's like, Oh, okay. I'm on stage. This is cool and there's no feeling like it once
1: you get past that and realize you know what I can do this Mm -hmm. and you start to gain that confidence it really is amazing what it does it's such a boost of power behind you you know because now you're no longer terrified to get on stage you can get up there and know that you can do you know you can perform well and people are going to enjoy it and you're gonna you can feel good about yourself so
0: Yes. And that concludes our episode for today.
1: That was our timer that just went off everyone. So,
0: Yes. We have a very sophisticated way of keeping track of what we're doing here at, at, at Chatterbox. But I don't think we should tell that secret just yet though. No, no, no. I should not tell them that you just set the timer on your phone so we don't talk too long i told you not to oh right right so sorry about that (laughs) thanks for tuning in everybody i am suzanne from suzannedecreek.com and of course with me the lovely and talented liz tapia the dark angel from darkbeautymusic.com thank you so much for tuning
1: in and we will see you at the next episode bye-bye bye bye